Hey, thanks for downloading Sockets and Cylinders. I'm Statman from B105 Radio with my pal Andrew Rosen from Smythe Automotive. What's going on, everybody? And today we got a special guest. This is really, really cool. A world record holder, Clay Milliken. How you doing, sir? Well, I tell you what, life is good. We've been out there stomping on that loud pedal in that Parks Plus car all over the country and have been on a roll and just looking to turn on more wind lights as the season goes along here. I used to get in trouble for having a lead foot. You made a career out of it. I I have. This is... uh, Pretty unbelievable, but uh, we are in my 20th year as a professional race car driver, which is hard to believe since I'm only, you know, uh, 30 years old. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. 30, Something yeah. like that. Uh, we'll be <laughs> up on that. You know, uh, actually, it was a birthday boy yesterday, Mr. Daniel Smythe, talking yes. about Smythe Automotive. He's yeah. getting on up there. Man, he's getting old. I, I sent him a message yesterday about, you know, he's, he's going to be on a walker with a cane and a wheelchair before you know it. <laughs> oh, he'll still be watching you, though. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you what, them are some good folks over there at Smythe Automotive. I mean, they come out to the races all the time, and and we have a big time. Man, oh man, we have a blast at the races. Now, i got to ask you, because, you know, you've been driving for a while. Let's go all the way back to the beginning. What inspired you to get into the eighth-mile racing? Oh, man. You know, it's uh, one of those things where, as a kid, Daddy took me to every kind of racing you can imagine. I mean, you know, it was whether it was NASCAR, sprint cars, you know, uh, tractor pulls. But I can barely remember my first memory of a top fuel dragster and the first time I saw one I'm like oh that's me I don't know how or when but I want to drive one of those things you know a lot of kids it's uh you know policemen firemen uh for me it was top fuel cars hands down my whole life that's all I ever dreamed about that's awesome never in my life did I ever think that uh you know I, I would be doing it for a living that is pretty cool now do you have a problem when it's time to leave the track and go home do you have to have somebody else drive or is that like the quickest trip home how do you you know, I it's, guess, it's scale funny. it back. I, I get that question quite a bit. You know, do I get a lot of speeding tickets, that sort of thing? Yeah. You know, the truth is, no matter what kind of car I drive on the street, it's yeah. not fast to me. It's, it's you know, wow. I've been 335 miles an hour, which we did that just a few weeks ago. So I guess it's relative, yeah. You know, it, for, for me, there's no gigantic thrill of, of driving fast on the street because I mean if you're in the you know of course I don't have one but if you're in a Ferrari or whatever it is you know 180 90 mile an hour car that's not fast to me so I just don't drive fast you know it doesn't it doesn't charge me up it doesn't rev me up and so I just don't do it now I gotta ask this too because if I would pulled up next to you at a stoplight and I look over and I see you I'm revving my engine. Do you have a big problem with people constantly challenging you at, like, traffic lights? Uh, if they recognize me, you know, yeah, and, and you know, they, they, they might certainly get after it when they leave the light. And uh, typically, though, I'm, I'm driving a, a big old Dodge Dooley, and, and, you know, I let them roll on away from me because I'm in a big old Dooley. It's not a race car. And then you know they're on Snapchat telling all their friends, I just passed Clay. I passed Clay at the light. I beat him at the tree. Uh, yeah, it's 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 funny. You know, you'll run into some folks occasionally that recognize you and, you know, maybe take a picture or roll the window down and, and you know, you kind of chat as you drive away from the light. But that that's fun. You know, I, I love the fans. And, you know, let's face it, race car drivers like showing off, and that's what we do at the races, you know. <laughs> yeah, you do. You always want to be first because if you're not first, you're last, right? 
Yeah, well, yeah. That's, <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's a tough thing. You know, it's Don Perdome, the snake, one of the you know legendary drag racers of all time. He said, you're only good as your last time slip. You know, so you well, my last time slip did not have the W at the bottom of it. So, did, you know, it's, did you ever do any drag racing as a kid on the streets? I did it. You know, it's funny. You know, most drag racers have, you know, and right. at some point or another, you know, they drag raced on the street. Well, my parents started taking me to the drag strip when I was 15 years old, and the deal I always had with them was, as long as you don't race on the street, we'll take you every time we get the opportunity, you know. So for me, yeah. 15 years old, I was at the racetrack racing. So, And I'm not going to sit here and act like I'm some choir boy and <laughs> didn't didn't squeal tires and make noise up and down the road. Yeah. But, but I can tell you this, you know, I live in such a small little place. Pretty much as soon as I squealed the tires, somebody called my parents and I was in trouble when I got home. <laughs> That's the problem when everybody knows everybody else. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. I mean, you know, it's just a little bitty community I live in here. And so, yeah, I, I got in trouble a few times, but it wasn't for street racing. You know, it just, that just. Just for I making noise. Yeah. I didn't have to. So just when you got started, what was your first car? Not on the track, but your first regular road vehicle uh 63 dodge truck with a 318 and three speed on the column so i actually learned how to drive a, a manual shift on the column was my first vehicle now that was when i that was given to me when i was 12 years old and i spent the majority of the time driving around in the backyard which ah, you know you would think i would have become a uh, roundy round racer <laughs> I, I tore up all the grass in the backyard for a long long time but uh first car i ever actually uh you know, was like my street car, so to speak, besides the backyard truck that I had, was a 69 Dodge Charger. And, you know, being the age I am, and it's certainly not 30, like I told you earlier, you know, Dukes of Hazard was like number one on television. So I had a 69 Charger, painted it orange. Oh, did you? Cool. One on the doors, the whole nine yards. So oh, I had a General man. Lee car. Oh, that's, that's awesome. the first car I took to the racetrack. Holy cow. And how could everybody not cheer you on and get behind you? I mean, it's the Duke boys down there. Exactly. I mean, I love that car. I wish I still had it. And, uh, you know, it, it turned into a smaller, lighter, faster car. And, you know, golly, a lot of years later, here we are with, a, you know, a 335 mile an hour. Yeah, the longer tractor. the longer you're in the sport, the shorter the sides get and the longer the front of the car goes, huh? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And, and, you know, it's just part of it. You know, it's to go faster, you want to be lighter and make more power. And uh, in the end... It's just an ever-evolving thing to go fast. What does it feel like? If you could describe to us, because, you know, I've been in, in some fast cars and I've been pushed into the seat, but 300 miles an hour, dude, that that's a whole different feeling. I don't yeah, even know you, how. You don't come you... close to getting that experience in a street car. No, how, yes. how do you explain that? It's just crazy. You know, I've, <laughs> because of, of what I do, I've been, you know, fortunate enough to do a lot of really cool things. And I've done everything from, you know, skydive, uh, I did the free fall off of the stratosphere in Vegas. I oh, rode with cool. the U.S. Air Force Thunderbirds. And I have, as of yet, found anything that compares to the power of a top fuel dragster. It's To put it in crazy numbers, and they don't make sense when you say them, but I'm going to tell you anyway. Let's these things go from a dead stop at the starting line, zero to 100 miles an hour in less than one second. 
zero to 200 miles an hour in two seconds and zero to 300 in about three seconds. I mean, those numbers just don't make sense. And uh, more G-force than the astronauts being launched in the space shuttle, it's, uh, it is the ultimate adrenaline rush. That is unbelievable. Yeah, you know, it's just crazy. The G-forces are nuts, and I love it. How do you prepare your body for that physical speed? Because, I mean, do your eyes sink in that's your what, head? That's what I was just about to say. Like, get stuck in the back of your throat? What what happens? Yeah, all of that. You know, all of that. It's uh, a positive G does not hurt you. Uh, you will not pass out because the you know the your body is being pushed towards the rear of the car. The worst part on the driver is actually stopping because negative G's are a bad thing. Now, like oh. I know a lot of people listening to this, you know, they think, oh, you know, fighter pilots pass out. Well, that's because they're turning, and the blood oh. tries to leave your brain and go towards your feet. That's why you pass out. Uh, you know, I didn't pass out when riding with the U.S. Air Force Thunderbirds, but <laughs> they I, I tried. Did, I did experience, you know, what they feel, and it is a totally different kind of G than than the top fuel car. You know, for us, we're being pushed. And for those guys, you know, the blood's trying to leave their head, and that's why they can pass out. Interesting. That's got to be scary, though. What's scarier for you, flying in a plane going that fast or being close to the ground and going that fast? Uh, you know, really neither. Uh, I, I guess I'm weird that way. I love, <laughs> love going fast. Now, I mean, I'm, I'm certainly going to tell you I very much prefer to be in control. Sure. And for whatever reason, when you're riding with the best of the best, you know, with the U.S. Air Force Thunderbirds, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't worry about that. <laughs> you know? oh, I, can, I can understand that. Yeah, you know, you're riding with the best of the best there, that's for sure. So, I mean, that just like crazy adrenaline, uh, just giggled and laughed the whole time I was riding. <laughs> do you ever get scared? Not till sometimes after it's over with. Now, if you're asking me, do I get butterflies? Again, you know, this is my 20th year. Yes, I do. Uh, I bet. Before the first round of qualifying on Friday, typically, here come the butterflies. You know, you get that nervous feeling and and they go away after that run and then they come back Sunday for race day first round of eliminations you know they come back but I think that's a good thing you know I think that just lets you know it kind of heightens your senses of like holy moly you know we're fixing to go do this fixing to go 335 miles an hour or, you know fixing to go out here and try to beat whoever it is you're racing and you know I think that's just part of the rush and and I kind of appreciate the butterflies <laughs> keeps you honest yeah yes and it just heightens all your senses and makes you more aware I can't oh, even imagine going that fast yeah yeah you know it, it, it's crazy you know it's that fight or flight thing you know you you see things going down the racetrack that you would think at the speed we're traveling you you wouldn't really see you know you do things in the car and you don't realize it till after it's over with it's the fight or flight thing it's your brain taking care of your butt <laughs> <laughs> well what about your scariest moment very early in my career uh, and I do mean like I had barely driven these things. We were testing in Reading, Pennsylvania, a county road that crosses the end of the racetrack. They literally have to put a, a gate and a guard down there to keep somebody from driving across the street. Like a, a train crossing? Yes. Stop yes. regular traffic so you can yep. drag. Wow. Yes, exactly. So we're, we're there on a Monday. We're making a test lap. I make a run. And, and to me, it was extremely fast. All said and done, it really wasn't, but it was over 250 <laughs> miles an hour. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's not fast at all. (laughs) Yeah, you know, and open the parachute, feel the chute open, start to slow me down just a bit, grab the brakes, have none, zero. So I'm approaching the end of the racetrack at a a pretty high rate of speed, and, 
you know, all I can think about is a, a little lady like my grandmother that can barely see over the steering wheel or maybe looking through the steering wheel in the dash coming down the road. And it's Monday. I'm not sure if there's someone down there closing that gate, oh, and I have no way of stopping. Oh, that one got my attention. <laughs> Off into the you know sand trap they have at the end of the drag strips, into the catch net. All said and done, it was uh, not that big a deal, but it certainly scared the heck out of me when it was going on. I can imagine. Yeah, I think I'd be talking to the crew chief about that. No brakes. <laughs> yeah, no brakes. I had zero, zero brakes. But one for the highlight reel that you can go look up on YouTube. If you, you put my name in and uh, the word blow over, this one didn't actually scare me too bad, but I actually flipped the car completely over upside down backwards. Oh, my God. Uh, we all have done it on our bicycles when we were kids trying to ride a wheelie. <laughs> I essentially tried to ride a wheelie at, you know, 300 miles an hour and stayed in the throttle too long and, and flipped the car over backwards and slid upside down and backwards for like 2,000 feet. Yeah, I, I actually saw that one, and you walked away from it. Yeah, I did not have a scratch or a bruise one. That is amazing. That's, that's, a, the, that's a testament to the vehicle and just the way oh, that they yeah, build the them. Oh, yeah, unbelievably safe. And, you know, the cool thing about that was, I just told you the story about my first street car being the General Lee. Yeah. We had did a uh, sponsorship with Warner Brothers Studios for when the Dukes of Hazard movie come out. So the car that I, I flew in the air was the General no way. So you yeah, had a part of that movie? Yep, yep. It was part of the movie promotions leading into uh, opening night of that movie. And we had 01 on the car, Dukes of Hazard, the whole nine yards. And Wow. Oh, wow. Johnny Knoxville and yeah. Willie Nelson were there. Jessica Simpson. <laughs> Uh, now, they weren't at the racetrack, but I certainly oh. made the highlight reel with the General Lee. Oh, good deal. That's good awesome. Deal. Man, well, th that is so cool. Well, we got so much more to talk about. I can't wait for our next podcast, but we got to wrap things up right now, Clay. Will you be able to join us next week, too? I'll be here. Awesome. Guys, thank you so much for downloading Sockets and Cylinders. If you got a question with your car, we'll be happy to answer it. Just make the noise, and we'll try to figure out what it is. Email podcast at smythautomotive.com, and we'll try to help you out. We'll see you all next week. Thanks, Clay. No problem.